1: When we came off uh, of the the plantation, two things they did not want us to know. One was was economics and the other one was military warfare. They had to keep those things in the pocket. They would let you sing, dance, play basketball, rap, you know, crack, you know, crack baby rap. Because it's all
0: ignorance. You dig what I'm saying? So I did want to ask Ms. Keller before we get into her book and some other things. We were talking about ratchet music and conscience music off uh, the air before we got on. And she had some input about Jay-Z's I Got the Keys. Now, I agreed with her because she was saying, you know, it's one of those things where her and Future, I mean, him and Future are making a song that's semi-conscious about things that are going on uh i know i think it was last week a week before last when i saw the video i was like oh it's cool you know it's black and white they got all these uh hip-hop artists together they ain't fighting they're not talking Mm -hmm. down about each other so in a way i saw like the the togetherness but it's one of those things like miss kelly said it's like what about the actions what else are you doing
2: you jumping on a bandwagon right now i don't i mean like you said, you don't know what these artists are doing behind closed doors, yeah. the type of endorsements they have. You know, they don't wanna, you know, get those in trouble be in trouble about that type of thing. You don't yeah. know how much money they're donating. Yeah. But at the same time it's like, mm, shy of what yeah. it should have been. Yeah. I think it's I I don't
0: to me personally, I don't know Jay Z, but I don't think he would be shy. I just think it's one of them things where he's on a level to where it's like maybe it's just like you say, he's giving the money. Or whatever the case may be because it's just different ways to move and he is a businessman. Right. Certain things could hurt his business, maybe so on and so forth. I don't know. Future, I just don't think he cares enough about right music. <laughs> I don't think he gives about <laughs> really I got meditating. my money coming in. Yeah, that's all it is because I mean like he said in one interview, he was like, I I make ratchet music. That's what I do. People love to hear about all this stuff. I mean it I like future, I'm not gonna lie. It's certain songs I listen to and I'm like, damn I could turn up, you mm. can have some fun, whatever but there's certain songs like I think it was somewhere he was like when he take a, he woke up this morning and took a piss and he had codeine coming out and I'm like right. that's not even relevant to anybody. If you life really life.
3: listen to it, all he talk about is popping pills. Is it? He named by glorified it. drug addict. Yeah, you know? that's how they glorify I mean, now. Yeah. That, that's rap. What it
0: was, I think? Who was it? It was Jay Z. I think it was Jay Z back in the day where he was like nowadays they don't respect what what is it? He said they don't respect the shooter. They respect the. The person who snitched, or something like that—I don't know—some uh-huh. to that extent. So, Miss Portia Kelly, man, you have a book. Yes, sir. Actually, you know, I could, I'm gonna be like a Tom Brokaw. We welcome Portia Kelly to the show. Arthur <laughs> YBA, Young Black and American. Kelly is a Dallas native who graduated from Lincoln High. After high school, she went on to get her bachelor's from TCU in 2009, and went on to obtain her master's from North Texas, which yeah, also, Mean green. Yeah. yeah. So So, uh, we want to know what got you into writing this book. What started? you to want to write this what what made you got the wheels turning to make you want to write young black American
2: um my brother is in prison serving a a long sentence about 10 year sentence Mm -hmm. Um, but that was my brother so it was like I knew he was doing stupid little stuff that he could have avoided doing um but then one of my friends one of my oldest friends we've been friends now for like half our lives and I've known her little brother since he was five and he was the first um male in the family to go straight to college after high school and he went to Tyler Junior College right okay. so as soon as he get, uh, gets there not even the end of the first semester he was arrested yeah. for something and when I went to his mom's house cuz I go there every weekend she told me she was like did they tell you what happened to him I was like no what well, she was like he's on a $75,000 bond I said did he rob a bank You know, and where's the money? He's on a $75,000 bond? What happened included um, the victimization of a white male and four African Americans, which the white male didn't even uh, pinpoint my friend's brother as one of the people involved. But he went down to uh, the station. The cops did not arrest anybody. They said, we just want some questions answered. I said, he went with them? And she was like, yeah. So after they finished answering questions, they arrested everybody. They put charges on everybody. And I said, you know what? Our people, our our kids, Mm -hmm. they need to know their rights. They need to Mm -hmm. know what to do in these type of situations. And that's sometimes, you know, as parents, their parents want the best for them, but they they don't necessarily know what to tell them to do. And my first question was, why did he go with them? I said, if you're not in handcuffs, If you don't have a warrant, you have if to. they haven't told you why they're arresting you, sir, no, I'm not going with you. I'm going yeah. to class. Or call my mama, call my attorney. I don't care if you ain't got no yeah. attorney. No, That's true. what you tell
0: them. Yeah. That's what they, what was that? Uh, I think Artesia showed me something this morning where I think it was Done Lemon. And he was talking to a panel of white people, and for the first time, people were like, he sounds black. Right. Because he was saying when I Can't get pulled over. that shit. Yeah, issue. exactly. <laughs> and he was saying <laughs> when he got pulled over or when he gets pulled over, he always says, yes, sir, no, sir, type of thing. And he was like, white people don't have to do that. At and he all. was like, why do we have to show this certain amount of respect to white people, you know, to, to a cop? When you know, white people are not doing it, right? And it wasn't necessarily a, a race thing, you know, like a race issue that he was trying to make a point. He was just saying it's things that we are taught as black people on how to address police to keep our lives from being taken. Uh, I think it, uh, Coffee Anderson, uh, I think he's a mm-hmm. country country western singer. I posted this video. He came yeah. up with a video. I think you know, you yeah. I got it off your page. That's I crazy, out. but he made a three minute video of how to. Keep your life when being yeah. pulled over by a police officer, and everything he did made sense. Because when he asked the guy to reach for his wallet, I was like, I could see that, but it's like, I still feel like if you're that scary, certain yeah. you don't need to have a job if you right. fear like, for your life that why much. Why the
3: hell do we as black people got to have a how-to video of what to do and when, when we to. get pulled over? Yeah. Like that's crazy. It shouldn't have to be like that.
2: And my my in the book, my main focus is teaching them why it's like that in the first place it's not fair (laughs) by far none but i go back and teach the history behind it because you know when you grow up your mom tells you something your dad tells you something you know you got uncles that have been locked up or something like that so they tell you their advice and as a kid you're like you're taking it all in but at the same time you don't understand the why Mm -hmm. behind it and that's the hard part for our kids like they don't understand the why yeah
0: now i have more questions for you on the book i know i read one part and um (laughs) Of the book, where before it gets started, said this book starts an ext- it, This book starts as an extremely relevant narrative regarding the conditions and environments that many urban YBAs face, and engages the reader to evoke real-time solutions to generational poverty, dysfunctional familial situations, and personal doubts. As a guide, this collection of conversations allows the reader to assess, analyze, deduce their own opinions minus the political agenda of mainstream media, and pull together their own solutions. Which minus the political agenda of mainstream media, which is that's the thing that stood out to me. And it's kind of like this podcast where I was talking about things where it's no filter. You know, it's not nobody's paying me to say this or not say this or do this or not do that. And and that's where I was looking at the book. And then I went on to read some of the titles for it. And it was like stunting, everything stay on fleet, which uh, for, for people who don't know what that means, is basically <laughs> everything is on point. It, mm-hmm. It's it's up to date. It's nice. It's, it's, you know, whatever the case may be. Make your own way out, which I think is an interesting chapter. Chapter two, the real scoop on teen sex. That's something in the black community that we do not talk about. Right. So we just end up being pregnant or we get yeah. STDs or HIV or whatever the case may be because nobody talks to us about it. Chapter three was about maneuvering the legal system, like you just got through talking about, adjusting. System that's unjust for us. Which, not to be funny, we've been seeing that all week long, I all
3: mean, our life, pretty
0: much. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was so crazy because I was watching a uh, game has a documentary out, and me and Artiza was watching it last night in reference to how Compton used to be a white city, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's a black city because when when uh, permanent blacks start moving into Compton, white flight. White people start moving white out. Flight. And mm-hmm. they took all the businesses. They took all the money. And it's one of those things that if you think back in the 50s and 60s, even if you are a permanent black person, if you come into that community and you don't have assistance from white people or get some kind of equality from white people to get a home loan or a business loan, that whole side of that town is going to go down, which is what happened to come yeah.
2: to. You got redlining, and nobody wants to talk about that.
0: At all. And they said that they started building the Bloods and Crips gangs because uh, the, the white people, mobs or thugs or gangs yeah, who were beating up on black too. people and police. So they built gangs to protect retaliate the against their neighborhoods, you know, which is when the Black Panther Party kicked Man, in and everything else.
2: If you watched Vanguard or the Black Panthers, it is so it, funny. Oh my gosh, I was in there laughing. <laughs> I was in there laughing. It is so funny because they have they even have officers that were, you know, uh intimidated yeah. by the Black Panther um movement and everything and it was like how the Black Panthers permeated the Black culture yeah. to the point that where one officer told this little girl um, something like "Get out the street" uh, or something, little girl, or something like something little like that, or he said hi to her. Yeah. She said, "You effing pig, don't say nothing to me." And she was like, she had to be like five.
0: <laughs> Damn, <laughs> because you would think, I, I guess it's always been a disconnect though with the police, you know. And 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 the thing I, I say first of all, far as the thing, whatever you know, the shooting that happened in Dallas. I don't think it was the right way to go about things. I, I didn't see the kid. I don't know the kid. They say I'm he was waiting recluse. for Dick Gregory to say he what really say, happened. What really right? Happened. He always right. got
2: <laughs> the answer.
0: <laughs> he always Real got time. the answer. But I, I was looking and I was like, you know, yeah, it's unfortunate that they got killed. But I think like it, it goes back to where they say, for every cause, there's an effect.
2: Right.
0: Or you know what I'm saying? And it's like at some point, people just get tired. And like I said, I don't, I don't agree with what happened and how it happened because it's not making it better. I don't think, the and, and I tell people in my group meet, you're in the group meet, mm-hmm. uh, It was a guy in the group meet the other day and he, uh, he was like, you know, he said something to the point of like in agreement with what happened. And I was like, that's not cool <laughs> that it happened, bro. You know, yeah. I was like, this ain't me being an yeah. Uncle Tom or a yeah. house nigga, but it's like. You went out there and you... If you're going to kill somebody, in my eyes, in my opinion, if you're going to yeah, kill somebody... Kill the people, kill the that, people did that did Kill right, the people that did shit. Right, yeah, you're, right. killing policemen. Right. you're
3: killing innocent police. you killing
0: innocent policemen right. that could have been helping. We don't know what those police yeah. did. They right. could have been helping. Now, like I said, is it a retaliation of, of, of what has happened over the years with police departments between, you know, the, the relationships between the black community and police? Yes, it is. But it's like, if you're going to kill somebody, if you killed my brother, I'm not going to go kill a whole bunch of other black dudes, which is what Bloods and cribs do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to come back, and I, if I want to kill somebody, I'm going to kill the person who committed that crime. Right. That's why I don't agree with it. If right. he was killing 10 other officers, I know by the law of the land you should let the law take care of it, but no. If you killed my brother, and I and I have the opportunity to get you as a mm-hmm. police officer, and I decide to kill I'm going to kill you specifically. Not a whole other. And of, the a, thing a
2: about of. it, that another conversation that people aren't having, because I talked to my mom about this today, um, what you said as far as... The things that they're not talking about. Yeah. Number one, he's a veteran. Or this is what they're putting out there. I don't know right. the truth yet. I think it's false flag, me personally. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, government, too, right? the government <laughs> yeah. is not uh, underneath itself enough to say, oh, I'm not going to sacrifice my own. Because they do that all, time. all the time. They mm-hmm. do that all the time.
3: 9-11. Right.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, the guy's a veteran. But you don't want to talk about... The hot topic that was six months ago about vet, about them not getting the uh, proper care that they needed yeah. in VA hospitals. Mm-hmm. You don't talk about that. And then another point that it brings up is is finally, yeah, if you push a black person to the edge enough, we'll pop. Shit going to get tired.
3: But uh door that. And
0: who said it before? Pub dad. <laughs> well, I forgot the group. The, the group back in the seventies. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry.
3: Um, they I seen a video today it showed a van like a armored van that was downtown shooting as well so yeah yeah, and, well, and shooting shooting out the, it's an armored van. Was, like, yes, they have video of it on Facebook. That's
2: the second part of the so whole I, I, agenda. I that's the second it, yeah. part of the whole agenda. But this is why I think this is a false flag, yeah. because what are they doing? Now they just switched the agenda to say what? Blue Lives Matter. What's going to come after Blue Lives Matter? Funding, money, mm-hmm. power. Yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. So now you're going to fund all these local organization police with armored vehicles. It's just the same thing that happened with 9-11. Yeah. Why? Why?
3: And it, it shows the police shooting at the Armor van and it driving down streets. But they're trying to pinpoint <laughs> it on the Michael Johnson <laughs> Do I promise. See, I haven't
0: see this I, thing, I have, so much shit happened this week that I was like, I don't wanna watch the news. Because it's, crazy. it's happening in, in my thirty three years of living, it's like it feels like 1960 and 1970 mm-hmm. all over again with the riots. Uh, did you see the video in Oakland where the people yeah, blocked off? Blocked the, uh, yeah, I that was crazy. That was I, was like, I was like,
2: whoa, yeah. I hope don't nobody don't get hit. hit.
0: <laughs> they were slowing everybody down like, we're well, yeah. we going to block all this shit off. And <laughs>
2: okay. it's like,
0: but but not only did it make me look at that, I was like and as a, as a black person who gives back to the community and I'm always in the community I'm not even from Dallas, you're not from mm-hmm. Dallas but both of us are always in the community and it's one of them things where it's like If you got this much power to come together on this one situation every fucking time, where are black people at on a consistent basis of backing each other? We talk about it all the time about being there for each other, supporting each other, helping with jobs. I mean, those 2,000 people that came out, if it was a mother who lost her house in a fire... And and her right. kids were homeless. Mm-hmm. All the motherfuckers could have built a house in a day. Right, right. I'm not saying that none of this stuff is irrelevant, but with this being a podcast and being able to talk about things that nobody else talks about, where is that togetherness when we need it and yeah. when we want it?
2: And that's just like today. Today is supposed to be like that financial black, blackout. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Boy,
3: people seen, some people seen that. Man,
0: please. Yeah. They ain't looking at that. They in guy.
3: Walmart right now. Shit. <laughs> <guy. laughs>
0: when you think about it, though, I think, and and, and I was talking to Portia before the show, uh, shout out to Dr. Uh, Safisha and Zynga Hill. If you're looking for anything far as like a, a black owned business, where to get groceries from, where to buy clothes from, like she knows so many places. I think one of the biggest things is that people, it's not that black people don't want to abide by the rules of blackout, you know, like doing the blackouts. But it's like, what else do I, where I go yeah, to? Where am I they don't to know go? where else to go mm-hmm. to. Where am I supposed to go? You know, a lot of this stuff is not publicized. It's like uh, little secret communities on Facebook, or you got to know somebody that know somebody to know somebody. Yeah. And then it goes all the way back to what we always talk about far as the quality of these things and the price and that goes
2: back to the to the funding of yeah. it period because you got foreigners that come over here, you have Asians that come over here and the government hand them a hundred thousand dollars to go build a shop in a black neighborhood yeah. go go collect this money yeah. to go Seven do years, they no nails taxes. go yeah, yeah, yeah. and
3: they don't put that money back in the community.
2: no no, it goes back out to where they live far north
0: mm-hmm. and that yeah, it, it, it I don't know. I wanted to ask you another question in reference to the book. Uh, when did you realize it was vital for African-American teens to be equipped with the proper knowledge and tools to have a successful future?
2: When I started, um, I've always been mentoring off and on throughout yeah. um, college and now um, after I got out of college. But um, I went back to my high school, Lincoln High School, and just started spitting some stuff that I knew that these kids needed, and their reaction to it was like, I mean, I only had a couple of class periods or whatever to talk to them and when I'm talking to them they're like sitting there like oh my God like we're not going to the next class we just need to keep listening to what she's saying and and I break down everything in this book from um, financial things that they need to know Uh, One classroom I was in, I was talking about how important it was to keep your credit up and all this kind of stuff, and I was telling them how to check their credit. And at the same time, I said, don't do this right now because everybody reached for their phones. Look, don't do it right now. Get on the computer and print it out so you can look at your report. And some girls hard-headed. She did it on her phone, and she was whispering to her friend, but I didn't know what she was talking about. And I was like, y'all, you know, I'm trying to keep talking. Like, just give me a little respect right now. So we had a break. The teacher came back and told me. She said she wasn't being disrespectful. She actually found something on her credit report. I said. For real? She was like, yeah. She said when she was 13, her parents, somebody. Use I said, name. yeah. Put and, the
3: and, cable and, in her No, 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 the TXU bill,
2: right? <laughs> oh, that's so even that's, worse. Even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. That's even worse, right? So and then I found out more about her. The teacher was telling me she was like, she's an excellent student. She said, you know, the girl she was talking to, I said, yeah. She said, that's her best friend. She said she lives with her and her parents because her family isn't worth two cents. So her, so her homegirls?
0: Mom
2: and daddy used it? Or? No, 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 no. Her no, parents with, Yeah, her use parents it. use it. But now, this is her senior year, and she's living with her friend yeah. and her parents, and she's getting ready to go off to college by herself. And if she wanted to go get an apartment, she, she can't, can't even get go get her apartment.
3: Because her, her parents, parents got, got a credit jacket. And so
2: she asked the teacher, and I was telling them, I said, pay attention to what's at the bottom of the paper. You know, you can go, you Read can call in. You can call in. You can say that somebody messed up your credit. You know, they can take it off for as long as you, you know, for that period of time where yeah. you need to go. Like, And they needed this type of information
0: information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I I you know, it's funny cuz in high school I would hear people talk about they they mama put they often. Yeah. I told and them I'm a like, story. like what the fuck like Right. What? I told
2: oh, them a story. Like uh my mom told me she said, Your granny put a phone in your name when you was like three months. <laughs> I was God like, damn. What? Fresh
0: I, into the world.
2: You can't even talk and, and people still can't, know, can't And so say my mama n-
3: by or hi. No, like, my
2: mama said, Mom <laughs> said she had mom said she had to call Southwester Bell and tell him, Look, uh my daughter is a newborn. You need to take this phone off her name and so the lady argued with her and finally took it off. Then my granny called my mama and cussed my mama out for getting her phone cut off. So getting taxed
0: for Fisher Price, you know
2: right. this 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 dysfunctional familiar yeah. situation yeah. is. It, it's it, real, is, yeah, and it's deep seated. It runs deep, and it's like you wonder why our kids can't get ahead because we start them ten steps behind Nine the curve. Days. They yeah. already own. Right.
0: <laughs> and most people, I think, it goes back to like you were saying, the own, like the own fleet chapter. I remember when I first moved to Dallas, I had a homegirl that she was like, she was like, I'm so tired of dudes and these $30,000 million, $30, millionaires. Mm-hmm. These guys who make a little money and they <laughs> out here buying buy. cars <laughs> with rims. Like 10, you, your car costs twenty five, and then you're buying rims that cost ten. Right. I it talk about the rims too. It doesn't too. add up. I've never had rims in my life. I talked about the Ever. rims too.
2: You go get a you go get some rims. Does it make your car run any better? Any no, better. It actually makes your car run worse, worse. because it fucks up yeah. the tires. Because a you're more prone to get a flat tire, which is gonna cost you more to get fixed mm-hmm. because you have to buy the right type of tires to put back on them in the first place. When you just spent I don't know how many G's and you could have went and bought yeah. a piece of property.
0: Piece of property it's so funny because i always talk about that for some reason we always get into relationships too on here but i always tell people even when i hear people talk about certain things in life whether it's relationships jobs whatever i always have to look at the person i have to analyze that person because sometimes it's not even worth having a conversation with a person like if you hear a girl just like oh niggas ain't shit but then you look at the girl and it's like a girl who's a section eight a product of (laughs) section eight or they shopping at uh, I ain't gonna say Forever Twenty One, I, I, I you know Rainbow, Rainbow, or City Trends, like those real yeah. stores that used to be gas stations now they're clothing <laughs> stores. When people, I'm like, we can't yes, even have a I conversation. Sh- we, I'm not saying I'm better than you because I'm not better than you, right. but our insight and our intellect to- is totally right. different. If you think that a thirty dollar meal is expensive, <laughs> we ain't in the same category.
3: Yeah, yeah, Chili's is is your upgrade. Oh man, we ain't in the
0: same category. I, I'm not. Is so. It's certain people that you cannot waste your time on. I wanted to hear your thoughts on the uh the real scoop on teen sex. I haven't read that chapter, but I wanted to get your mindset behind writing this chapter. Like, is it a personal experience? Did you know somebody, or did like myself? Did you, after growing up, you just saw. It was a need that needed to be addressed and, and informing young kids about it.
2: My mom had me at a young age. Um, my family is really young. Like, I do my great-great-grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, when I got to high school, the first day, the first day we had all those split lunches. I think I was on B lunch or C lunch or something like that. I started, I seen four pregnant girls in one lunch period. I said, oh, my God. Yeah,
3: Man, that oh was like God. me yeah. freshman year <laughs> at Texas High. It was like four or five girls. I'm walking around like. Something in the water
2: Dang but, but, but And then I go further back Than that Because when I was In elementary school it's a story in here About when I was In elementary school And this girl came up She was at the middle school She came back up To talk to one of our Sixth grade teachers And the teacher was like Real nice to her When she was there And she had a little girl That she was holding her hand Like We didn't know what it was. She just kept saying my little sister. So when the girl left, the teacher told all the boys to go outside. I was hot. I was like, seriously, you gonna let them have more playtime than we got? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, all y'all sit down, talking to all the females. She said, you seen that little girl that just left her? She said, that's her baby. I said, oh my god.
0: So
2: it was like when I when I heard all of that. I was like, nobody's touching me in high school. I was like, I at least need to be a high school graduate before yeah. something happens. Yeah. Then so when I got to college, me and Dom went to college together. Um mm-hmm. there's a there's a story in there about somebody <laughs> <laughs> at the school. Um, but you see how fast rumors spread. Yeah. You see how fast S T D spread. Yeah. You see, um, you just you just see that. And so I'm a person. I'm I'm big proponent of learn from others' mistakes because that's oh, the cheapest yeah. learning lesson that you can make. So you don't even gotta pay a counselor. Yeah, Mm-mm, yeah. Just
3: pay attention.
2: So just pay attention to what people are doing <laughs> and 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 the um reaction that's coming, the yeah. result that's coming after. That's I mean. And so that's it's basically like a bunch of stories in there for people for for the kids to see. Cause you, and then you have some of them in high school that because they're having sex in high school, they think they know everything. Yeah. And you don't.
0: I didn't learn about real sex until I was probably mid-20 going on. I'm telling you, I'm 33 now. I'm still learning. But, like, when I really started knowing what I was doing with the thing, I was like, yeah, I was like 25, 26. I, I, but somebody told me, you, no, nah, you ain't yeah. doing it right bro.
2: I reach into um, having sex without intimacy yeah. and explaining what that mean, what that really means. I try difference. to, like, break that down to them. But besides that, I go into the real, like, when you graduate from high school now, you're in a real world. So if you me- if you messing with somebody, you need to figure out whether they married. Then I teach you how to figure out if they married or not. Yeah. Um, you need to figure out if that person is really a boy <laughs> or a girl Stampin because... Because Ooh. in in certain states, once a transgender changes their gender completely, then they can change it on their license. They can change it on their birth certificate. Oh, and a lot man. of these kids don't know That's that. So chance. I go into the fact that you need to be in these people's families. You need to hear all these stories. You need to hear the drunk uncle, drunk auntie tell these stories. Yeah. You need to see some baby pictures. Ba-
3: birth certificate.
2: All of that. You know what I've been saying? From day before?
3: one birth certificate. When people not get the new married
2: one. in six months and a year, I'm
0: like, that ain't enough time to me. To know I feel like I need at least two years. The reason I say the minimum of two years, they need to be around you for your birthday, for your holidays, <laughs> when you're mad, when you're happy. The next year, you need to be at their families, right. holiday parties around them for their birthday. Like you said, I need to see baby pictures. I need to hear people talk about mm-hmm. you so I will know who this person is. You can't learn that in six months. Right. You can't learn it in six months, and that's an issue. I wanted to uh, address, did you guys hear about uh, Wendy Williams in reference to just yes. HBCUs? I heard about that, man.
2: I didn't watch the video because I didn't want to be pissed. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had to watch, she it. Sounds I didn't watch so it. She sounded so
3: fucking stupid.
2: But you know what she's doing? She's shucking and driving for her supervisors and her sponsors. Because
0: yeah. I I, you know, when I watched it, I realized that she has that... Uh, that white lady that she always refers to. And brings her out there. Yeah, and bring her out there, and she's in front of the crowd.
3: You see her good. hair yeah. blonde on there? and it's
0: just like Whole everything head. that she was saying, I was just like, you cannot literally be talking about this from a perspective of BT, black-owned stores, black-owned schools. From where you black, came where from. Like, where you came from. Right. And,
3: <laughs> and her mother is an AKA.
0: You should know it's no reason why. Either she is really that ignorant, or somebody paid no, a lot of money to be that guy. She a lot and then of she money. had
3: the nerve to say in the video, "I'm trying to choose my words correctly." You had
0: messed up. She had already messed you up. You fucked up using right that end. phrase. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you know you that. don't fucked up when you have to use that phrase to give a speech yeah, to your was, people.
0: But the thing about it that was so crazy about it is like when I was reading the comments on like Twitter and stuff, everybody was bashing her. But I always look for somebody who can be educational. Because I think a lot of times when people are ignorant or don't know something, we go off on them instead of, like, actually being like...
2: She's far no. from ignorant, No, she's though. far from ignorant. She's been but a on radio. Still, but a woman bro. still
0: addressed her in a way of... She was just like, the first college in the USA was Harvard in 1636. At this time, only white men were allowed to attend that school. The first college to be co-ed was in 1833. Public colleges began integrating the black race in 1954. So, yes, we began creating HBCUs in 1837 so that we... Could educate ourselves and help the future, gener- future generation to come. Before you start saying ignorant comments, please do your research.
3: Yeah, she talking about what about
0: historically white colleges? They've been here. I don't that's that's what most of us probably have the to. first fucking college was a historically white, <laughs> white one. I mean, this is the thing. It's like when people say. Oh, what if we had, uh, you know, you got BET. What if we had white entertainment With television? every single. Every goddamn channel. Yeah. That's why. VH1. That's why people are, that's why you, it's the propaganda that people want to teach is so easily accessed because they do own all of these things. It's one of those things I, I try to tell some of my white friends. I'd be like, it's not, we're not racist. But we're informing you because you ain't going to learn it at school. Exactly. Your parents mm-hmm. ain't going to tell you because your parents' parents didn't tell them. So the only way you're going to learn about this shit is either you're going to have to take some some the initiative to go pick up a book. And which what you're, you're not going to do because it doesn't directly affect, affect you. you. So when you're hearing it on TV or when you see the rallies and all these other things going on, it's because nobody cares enough about us but us. And then not to be funny, you have some Hispanics that don't really give a shit. Not, mm-hmm. and, and, and like I say, these are, I always say some, because you'll have the black person, the white person, the Hispanic person that'll be like, I'm not that way. Well, the word is some. We know it ain't all. But if it doesn't directly affect you, a lot of races don't give a shit about it.
2: It's a lot of Hispanics yeah. getting uh, upset right now because yeah. there have been uh, shootings of at least three... Uh, Anthony mm-hmm. Nunez and uh, a single mother of yeah. three just got shot by the police within these last um, four days. But yeah. it's been overshadowed by Black Lives Matter.
0: Yeah. It was a post uh, somebody posted on Facebook today, too. They were saying this year alone in 2016, I was about to say 17, in 2016, they said 500 people have been killed by police officers. Yes, yeah,
2: 588. Not, yeah. Five, yeah, And that's minus uh, these. Exact what's going to yeah. happen in the last yeah. few
0: days. And they said only 26 cops have been killed. You do the math.
3: You, no convictions. Though. No
0: convict. Yeah. And that's what I've been saying. That's, if you, I, I say it again, it's just like for me. I know it's certain parts of town. I'm not walking in after a certain time. Mm-hmm. Of night. If you are that cop that feels like me, your ass don't need to be on the force. You don't need to be on the force.
3: You have the wrong profession. You
0: have the wrong profession, man. Go be a teacher. Go be whatever else you want to hairdresser. Oh,
3: Crossing guard. <laughs> Whatever. Greet at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> you, Your life is not in danger at all. <laughs> at
0: all of these. But you got to do something different, man. And You're then for, like- you
2: know, for people to say... Oh, Black Lives Matter is just, you know, getting in the way of All Lives Matter. It's like, if you're a true humanitarian, you care about the people who have not. So all these officers that died, yeah, you know, I feel sorry for any life lost. I have family members that are officers. I have friends that are officers. But at the same time... Their family, they have backup. They have support. They're going to get a free funeral. They're going to get free counseling. But what about Philando's yeah. family? Like, how is his funeral going to be taken care of if he didn't have life insurance at his job? How is his child going to be provided for, you know, years, going out, going years without having a father figure? And seeing him, him get gunned down. And seeing him get gunned down. So are you going to give them free counseling services? Because apparently you didn't to his girlfriend who yeah. was said said she was detained for hours on end without water or anything like that. Or anybody coming to uh, console her.
3: That's
0: it, crazy. I, I watched. Um, I didn't watch the Falundo uh, Castile video. It's crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I watched the the Alton Sterling. One. That
2: was harder to watch. Didn't but I it? didn't right. watch
0: it. You know they have two. They have the one where it's like somebody sitting in the car watching it from the like the peripheral view, and then the camera went down once the gunshots went off, and then it's one that's from the backside of it, the yeah. officer. That's the one you watch. Yeah, See, I, watched I didn't want to watch that because soon yeah. as I like I pushed play, and when I saw the angle, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to be able to watch that because even from the peripheral view, he. You saw him pull the gun and put it to his chest. Yeah, but it was one of them things where, like, even from that video, I'm like, they have both of his hands, like pinned down. Pin down.
2: No, they had his hands like in their hands. Yeah, in, in their, their hands. And
0: the other dude had his boot on chest. His yeah, his knee. knee on his chest. Yes. And then you see videos surfacing of white dudes getting tasered and they slapping and beating the shit out of cops, <laughs> and you still able to detain them, use a the taser, and everything. pull a knife, even when he was right there, when when the guy had his knee on his chest. He he could you could have pulled the taser right then and there. They Shocked had already the yeah they
2: had already tased him before and I think he said I told him not to effing move and yeah. I think you could see his body slightly jerking but you already done tased him you so already, his body is reacting. Yeah, from to, him.
3: yeah, he's scared for one. You got two big well, they were fat yeah. Yeah. white cops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they, they
0: slammed him over the car like yeah. how tackled you, him from behind. How do you expect somebody to react if you get slammed on a car or onto the ground yeah. just later
3: forcefully? Like oh damn my bad,
0: and then sorry you got, I didn't
3: get down. And then you got tweets like, on, from,
0: you, and, and I don't. My whole thing when I think about this is I don't want a war, I don't, I don't want a war for many for many many reasons. I don't want people that I love to get killed. No, nope. because if you got white supremacy, right supremacists, or like racist white people coming out just doing shit, if somebody touch my mom, it is going. It is, I'm down. turning shit the fuck up. Like, I don't even want it to get to that point. So to think about if somebody was like, I don't want that.
3: Mm -mm. And
0: the people who even the black people or the white people who are like, it needs to be war. It needs to be this. Or like David Banner was saying, the only thing that white supremacists uh, value is life and finances. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I always look at what is the solution to all of this. And after all of this continues to happen over the last 10 years, I'm like, is there a there a solution? Because the shit keeps happening.
3: But the funny thing is, though, it's like unarmed black men been dying for years, but due to camera phones, it's been blown up since 2000, what, thirteen, fourteen.
0: 14? Well, before then.
3: Nothing has happened. Yeah. This incident in Dallas happened where the police, you know, five got killed, 12 shot and all. And now they bring light to okay, now something needs to be done to help out black people because yeah. it is a problem. Yeah, It's been a damn it's been problem. A problem.
0: It's been a problem. But it's unfortunate. Uh, 600 blacks killed by blacks in Chicago in 2015. Yes, we know that. Thank you. So like, that, that's one of those things, too. This is somebody watching saying, six, yeah, we, we know black people kill black people. We do know that. Just like right. white people kill white people. And if we're going to look at statistics, it is which is what the I just damn said, charts. white people kill white people more than yep. black people kill black people, it's off yep. the but charts. that's besides the point. Yep. It goes back to people saying, you know, all lives matter. Yes, all lives matter, oh, but we can only deal with one issue at a time, right. and this right now is a goddamn issue. It is, and the people who say 600 black people kill 600 black, yes, what are we going to do in Chicago? Uh, clearly, we don't have, uh, have. the
2: CIA stop dropping off uh, guns? Guns
3: in the hood. Yeah, get rid of guns. Wood crates
0: and go back. Oh my bad, Tell Reagan. Oh, is he dead? <laughs> yeah, He's I dead. think he did. The yeah. motherfucker should have never signed a petition and allowed cocaine to come through the ports of Miami. Yeah, he was anytime, working with the CIA. Anytime things, anytime things comes through, black lives, black lives matter is a racist move. I'm not a part of Black Lives Matter. So I don't know what it entails. <laughs> I really don't. So you may be right, brother, but I don't know. The point of the matter is when it comes to, to, to Black Lives Matter, I went to two Black Lives Matter movements last mm-hmm. year. When I went to those movements, it was nothing going on. The second movement I went to, which I think was right before the Mike Brown movement here in Dallas, it was two white guys who were in a van mm-hmm. last year who shot at the police and shot at the police department. Yeah,
3: Lucere, I remember One that.
0: thing I tell people all the time is with the government, they always have some kind of plan or course of action to make some black people look more violent than they are. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if it's a black march and you're a white person and you come through and shoot up and never, nobody ever knows that's a white person, it looks like a black person. Black person, person shot out all the black people. I'm did. not saying that all black people do the right thing. I'm not saying that everything the Black Panther Party does is right, but, I mean, not Black Panther Party, but Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everything that they do is right. But just like we said earlier on the show, when you have white supremacy in this country and you have the KKK and all these things, if they want to build a Black Lives Matter movement to protect their people or the movement in which they do, to be combative against white supremacy or the KKK, which don't show their fucking faces with the hoods no more because right now the best way to be racist is to be a coward. Yeah. You handle that. Like I said, I can't speak for the Black Lives Matter movement or Mr. McKesson or who, McKesson or whoever's mm-hmm. over that. All I can speak for is the shit is ridiculous. Black people... I don't think it's the right, the best way to retaliate by doing these things, but what is the answer? And white people, if I'm being real, you started to shit. What did you say in the book now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got a passage right well, now. Thank you for watching. Well. No. Um, at large, white people in our society are taught to look at black people, our culture, our needs, our wants, and our views in a devoid manner. Once you understand this system, it's kind of hard to be as... To be Quick-tempered about ignorant white people because you begin to see that they really don't get it. This may be frustrating as hell. You can't have their ignorance be your burden, though. Yeah. You have you have so much more to focus your energy on. A prime example is the Black Lives Matter movement. No sooner than the hashtag was birthed, it was aborted and charted as a stillbirth by mainstream white America, countering with All Lives Matter. As black people, we all probably sat in the front of the TV we've sat in front of the TV or on, or an online blog shaking our heads and cussing dumbasses we know our lives matter but y'all yeah. don't seem to understand that black lives are included in that yeah. mm-hmm. this is because mainstream america doesn't understand or care that care for most black people in these times
0: and the thing about it is i don't even think it's i think the it, it's 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 the points get the point gets lost the people i don't know if this person is white or black but we understand that Chicago does Chicago's been that way. Is it unfortunate? Yes it is. Yeah. What do you do to change that? Nobody's not clearly, gonna change. That's what I'm saying. Certain things are not gonna change. It's not gonna
2: change because it's set that way on purpose. Yeah. They about to they about to gentrify that whole, whole area. area. So they wait for y'all to kill y'all selves yeah. so they can make it much easier to move mm-hmm. y'all. And they
0: gonna buy it at a cheaper yeah. rate, at a cheaper price. And raise and the raise price. the fucking prices. Yeah. And and hopes that you move out or you can't afford it or whatever, and and it, it's just a pro, it's a reoccurring process that right. happens every right. twenty to twenty five years. Right. So for the people who say six hundred black people killing other people, we know that just like white motherfuckers on uh, Wall Street are stealing from you. Oh and my gosh, cr- I got it. And and, and and doing hedge fund scams. Black people do stupid shit. White people do stupid shit. I'm right. not here to point out which is which. My whole argument when I talk about things like this is what is the solution? We got to live here. We have a short time to be here. And who wants to be here when it's consistently white killing white, black killing black, blacks killing. Like this, we, like they say all the time, love is so simple to do. It's the yeah. easiest thing. Love and respect.
2: It's not as profitable. It's not though. as profitable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just like good news is not as profitable as a black man killing police mm-hmm. or a white police killing black people. The For white people and black people and other people and other races, you're stupid. We're all stupid because the media and the big conglomerates are making money off us killing each other and arguing and fighting against each right. other. And the sooner we see that, which some of us can still see it and have a blind eye to it. The sooner we can change that, it'll be better. I have white friends, so I can't go out and say, oh, I want to do this. I do have white friends. Mm-hmm. I can't count on my hand how many people white that I deal with that are in a, you know, that I can talk to or whatever. I'm not going to befriend them because of what's going on because they're not the reason that this is happening. Right. They're totally but if you angry. have a white friend that you have a conversation with and they blow off a situation like this, I ain't trying to be cool with you. Because one thing that makes a great friendship is agreeing to disagree or at least hearing each other out. And a lot of times with white people, you've been seeing a lot of black people on social media saying, oh, I, you know, they have their white friends who don't agree with them or they're saying, like, some black people deserve this and then they're unfriending each other. I'd rather know who the fuck I'm dealing right, with. Right, right. Say what you really feel. Don't be fake. Don't be fake. Don't I hate be, a fake person. Yeah, you, you can you can feel like what's happening is okay. I just need you to know. know. I just need to know that. Like, it's thank just, you. Yeah, it, it's just like every cop that may be in a white supremacist or even a a, a black person who don't like white people. I want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Show your face so I can know whether I want to deal with that or not. That's 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 me personally. And
3: they've been doing it too. Yeah. And not knowing it though. Yeah.
0: But I, I, that's what I'm saying. When you, if you listen, like we said before, yeah. I got to do is pay attention, and everything that you need to know is there. So. I'm trying to think of another question because this—I hate ignorance, man. Just, it just—it really you. just burns me up, man. Tell me, huh? We gave six hundred and forty thousand white lives in the Civil War. So the <laughs> it's a man, civil War. So the black man could be. That's okay, the black right. man
2: fought in the Civil War too? I don't know. <laughs>
0: hey, the white guy on here, man, I love that you are that you are giving that you're uh, giving your input. Uh, if you ever seen Glory with Denzel Washington,
3: right? Go Frontline. watch it.
0: Frontline. Frontline. Now, the thing about it is, in the Civil War, y'all didn't fight for black people. Mm-hmm. And the only reason black people got into the Civil War and fought in slavery is to have a better uh, a b- better access to a better life, to feed their families. Because after being freed men, so they say, which is why Juneteenth came about here in Texas, because right. we weren't really freed. We had to fight alongside pe- white people in the Civil War because we wanted better lives for ourselves. Y'all were really just fighting to keep the rules and the regulations in the South the same. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into That's the only thing. reason Lincoln freed
3: the slaves. Huh?
0: Yeah, we're we going to have to take a break, man, because <laughs> this is where i be talking about. And let I, I don't know if this guy's a historian, but go watch Glory and really go get some books. And if you can preferably go get a book that's written by a black man, because a white man cannot tell a black man's story. You are listening Ever. to The Reality Is Where Fulchon Becomes Extinct, episode 71, and it is turned out to be a goddamn good one. Uh, let me find a song. Rundell. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wait one goddamn minute, Rundell. We're gonna... And we have Osiris X, one part of the Black Panther Party, on the phone right now. He called in to chop it up with us today. How you doing today, man? What's going on, Brad? Not much, man. Just uh, trying to figure out if there's any solution. To the ignorance that's going on in this country in reference to all this stuff, man. So what's your thoughts with everything, man? You you're a part of the Black Panther party. You know, it's a lot of negative things that get that's get it starts circulating in the media when you mention the word or the phrase, uh, Black Panther. So I just wanted to hear what you had to say in reference to what's been going on here in Dallas, what's been going on in Oakland, what happened in Minnesota, and what happened in Baton Rouge, man. Right?
1: Well basically yeah, I've been a member of the uh of the new Black Panther Party and uh switch to the People's New Black Panther Party uh since I guess two thousand and one, but I think what what's going on just a little bit back my background, I was a local chairman in Dallas, regional minister of defence. So I was I was always over the security and the defence side of it. Yeah. And the organization was actually started in nineteen eighty nine by Aaron Michaels. Larry Aaron Michaels gave the helm to Khalid Abdul Muhammad, who, who was uh, ex minister of the Nation of Islam, very radical. Yeah. But to make a long story short, it, one of the same things with the platform of the original Black Panther Party and the New Black Panther Party was was we always wanted uh, in the ten a platform or program. We want to end to police the murder and uh, police brutality of black people. You know what I'm saying, all over, over the United States and ultimately all over the world. Yeah. It's, it's racism, but you're dealing with a class structure also, you know what I'm saying? And, like, the things that are going on now, and, and the time when I came into the organization, is like, we were, we were dealing with, with the war in Afghanistan, we were dealing with George Bush, we've always deal with crack cocaine in our neighborhood, so there's multiple levels of the state of condition that black people are in in this country, you know, black-on-black crime, violence, poverty et cetera, et cetera, and all those things are are in our 10-point platform and program what we want to address in our community. The bottom line is that we have to organize ourselves. Yeah. And the thing that's keeping us you know what I'm saying, uh down as a people is our unity. And one of my slogans is Unify or die. Yeah. Because that's where we're at right now. We're not in the point where, you know, you know, Sarnetta and all of them in New York and the mm-hmm. debates and all that all that's fine. You can tell me where we came from but you're not gonna you can't tell me where we're gonna be at in the next ten years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are divided as a people and in this hour our unity right now is it, it it has to come. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As Malcolm X said, black unity is more powerful than a million atomic bombs. Yeah. We have to unify this thing across our ideologies, uh political and social levels, man, because like we're facing extinction. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand the word genocide. You know what I'm saying? That's a systematic eradication of a people, a yeah. ethnic group. Yeah. And that's what's happening.
0: So what do you think about like because you always have, like I said, we just had a young a young brother watching a white guy, you know, he ain't a brother, but a white guy watching this uh, video inside the studio. And he was he kept throwing up, you know, black people kill each other every day and white people fought beside. You know, we basically we allow black people to fight beside white people in the Civil War to free slaves. And uh, what do you say to white people who always have something to say in reference to how y'all going to talk about white people killing y'all when y'all kill yourselves?
1: Well, it is a hate to hate for deuce, You yeah. know what I'm saying? You taught us this, you yes, know what I'm saying? And the thing about that, man, is like, that's like Malcolm said, you know, you're getting mad at the rapist, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you always want to turn it over on us. White people kill. It's more white people kill white, mm-hmm. white exactly. on white crime than, than is black on mean. black crime. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You know, there's more white people that's on public assistance, meaning food stamps and government assistance mm-hmm. than black people, because guess what? You guys are the majority. Yeah. It's at 60%. Well, actually, it's at about 65%. percent trying to kick the the, the statistic. If you're going to kick them, just kick them real. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree.
0: So what message would you give to, you know, being a a part of the new Black Panther Party, what message would you give to black, black brothers and sisters in communities that are impoverished and flourishing about coming together? Because I always talk about reciprocity amongst the black community and the lack thereof. Like you said, we've been taught... By white America, we've been brainwashed by white America how to pull each other down before building each other up, and it, it's it's still to this day in 2016 affecting us. So, what message or what would you say to black people who have yet to learn how to come together and help build something with our own within our own communities?
1: I would say then, right now we're at the point where each one teach one. We uh-huh. have so many different uh, issues that we're dealing with in the black community that plagues us. But the, the thing about the Black Panther Party, you know, what I'm saying the original Black Panther Party and, and any type of Black Panther uh, formation out there, because there's many, yeah. is that we want to organize our local our community. Yeah. We want to do for self in our community. You understand what I'm saying? And I think that's what we what we're at right now. Yeah. We have to be proactive because no one is going to do it for us. Yeah. So if you see Huey P. Newton Gun Club marching down the streets in a black community with arms, that's only giving a signal that black. People need to control themselves. Community controls and patrolling. If we could security, if we could bring a a, a form of security in our our neighborhoods, then the police could could back off a little bit because we are in control of it. We have to control our economics. You know what I'm saying? We have to control our education. As long as you rely on someone else to to educate you, you know what I'm saying? They're never going to tell you who you are. You know what I'm saying? And we do not understand the science of economics. Economics will free us when we came off. Of the the plantation, two things they did not want us to know. One was was economics, and the other was military warfare. They they had to keep those things in the pocket. They would let you sing, dance, play basketball, rap, you know, crack, you know, crack baby rap, because it's all ignorance. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why you never hear hip-hop coming back, you know what I'm saying, like it's supposed to be when people like KRS Warren, Public Enemy, Ace Clan, they were waking the masses of other people up. Yeah. This is a systematic system that is designed to keep you ignorant. Yeah. It is designed to keep you fighting amongst yourselves. Because one thing white supremacy fear is, is black people taking over. That's yeah. what white supremacy is. Oh, they yeah. must rule. Their time is up, and they're doing everything they can to stay in control of a system that's failing. Yeah. That's. Failing and people and I just want to say this, you know a lot of people, you know We we got a black president and I told people I said eight years ago. I said it's on now You're fixing to see you you're fixing to see what's really fixed to happen in this country and my words were prophetic You know what I'm saying? The only difference between black people being murdered by by police is that you can see it on on your social media media. The cameras are everywhere. They've been killing us. They never stopped. You know what I'm saying? They never stopped. When when I started doing this movement and this organization, you know what I'm saying? I was dealing with police brutality and killings, and it wasn't on social media. A black man in Houston, Texas, being handcuffed, and somehow they didn't search him. He had a gun, and he blew his own brains brains out in the back of a squad car by being handcuffed. This is this is ludicrous. But you didn't hear about that because there was no social media. This is nothing new to us. We're talking about survival, man. We're not even talking about you know what I'm saying. Oh, we we trying to uh,
0: be, you know, on top. We're talking, we got to survive this thing. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, I couldn't yeah. even really watch. <laughs> I couldn't watch anything this week in reference to the news and, and how everything was going on because, like I said, every time these type of things happen, I always try to figure out a solution. Right. And I always try to figure out what can we do to come together. And I've talked about it before on this podcast about, I think the issue with a lot of black people, and I can speak from a black man's perspective, is with black people, we always want to be the one driving the best car. Uh-huh. We always want to be the one making the most money. We don't really want, you know, once we make it out of the hood, a lot of us don't reach back into the hood At all. to prepare the people of where At they all. are. We don't reach back to show somebody how to get to where you've got. And if we do, we only give you so much of the game, So you still are beneath us, which like you've said, uh, brother Osiris, that's how white people taught us to be they've been teaching separation when you think about house nigga and field nigga just yeah they yeah. teach us yeah. how to be different they brought the lighter skin into the house they kept the darker skin outside the house maybe i don't know i wasn't in slavery but i always think maybe before they even brought them in the house if they were ever outside in the field they could have been okay but when you separate that you create jealousy you know what I'm saying? And
2: that's what I talk about in yeah. that everything stunned, stay on flip yeah. because you're still in that mentality. You're still
0: in that mentality. Or they knew back in, in the day that during slavery, they knew to take the kids away from their mother so they wouldn't create that bond. Mm-hmm. You got it nowadays to where a black man, like I just said, if somebody does anything to my mom, it's a wrap. But they knew if they separated them and broke the mentality of love and caring, that would be something that they could, they could use. They knew if they put black men out there and black women out in the field beside each other so where a woman looks just as rough as a black man that when he saw a white woman, they play on the taboo of I want somebody who smells good, I want somebody who looks soft, mm-hmm. not somebody who looks just like me. You build these, these agendas and you put these things in place and like you said, it's been working for years. We're following the blueprint that they left for us to follow a long time ago.
3: Yeah. It's all mental. And you, when you're taught that way from birth till, you know, now. You don't know nothing else. Man. You don't know nothing it's else. It's
2: deeper than birth. It's in genetics. Yeah. Because it's been. It's a learned behavior. It's, it's, yeah, it's embedded for that long.
0: So. It's the same reason I, I tell people. I, we talked about it on a podcast. And I was like, it's not to make an excuse. But it's like, even when you have people who are talking about men, black men cheating and consistently messing around with all these women. And I don't think people understand how strong genetics is, you know, and how much, how powerful DNA is. And we talked about how they took the buck and they would pass him around Six all the farms. plantations yeah. to sleep around yeah. and do this. Where he knew, he didn't know how to settle down. He didn't know what home was, you know. And when he has offspring, and that's in his DNA, which it's 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 a chemical balance or a chemical uh, imbalance. imbalance in your brain. <laughs> that goes through everything else and you pass that off to somebody else and then there's a you have that child a slave mother has that slave baby and then they take that baby away and they do the same thing they did to his dad and you got some black people that are ignorant enough to still feel like oh niggas just cheating he lines and you got some dudes Mm -hmm. that do be like oh yeah i just do it because i like to do it but it's a reason why you do that that's why they have that's why psychologists and counselors are in business because they know that it's something deeper but you still have black people and a lot of black women that are ignorant enough to still think that these things that were predestined and learned behaviors to us, they still think that this shit ain't real. It's just an excuse. It's the same reason why black men look at black women and say, oh, they're not this and they're not that. Because we've taught them how not to do this. We separate the black man and the black woman apart to where the black woman, they're taught by their mothers to be independent, to be strong. They're teaching them the same thing they're teaching men. Mm-hmm. So when we get out there and we start dating, we dating you know, right. we dating a woman, but she has the mentality of a man.
2: Right. But at the same time, when you have a man that comes to you and he, and he has Stephanie, you be like, you know, you either either you gonna go one or two ways. As a woman, you gonna try to bring him up to your speed, or you are gonna be like, nah, it's not even worth it, and you just gonna step to the next, and then that next might be the white man that got that appreciates your yeah. mind, and you know, and got everything on your list. Yeah. So. I don't know.
1: Let, let me let me say this let me let me chime in I, I think that once you do the research and the history if you come at what we used to be yeah and we're talking about african and we're talking about going back and studying our ancient civilization the woman ruled right up with the man yeah. queen yeah. queen of Zinga and queen of uh, Asantewa, they led men into battle well, we're dealing with a system that's not it's not designed for us, yeah. and we're out of order because we're not in order with Maya, which yeah. is truth, balance, and reciprocity. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? The yeah. reason why we suffer is because we have taken on the mentality in the four ways and more ways of our oppressor. Mm-hmm. Only till we go back, and, and you send COFA, go back and fetch it and create our own civilizations because our communities are just that. There's, they're not communities. They're streets. Yeah. Community is communal living. Community is we have a store. We have parks. We have programs. We do things with our youth. We watch for our yeah. elders. We've got to start getting back to communi- community building. Yeah. And, and one thing about the Black Panther Party, that's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to go into the community and start to interact with the community because two people suffer in the community, and that's the youth and the elders. Yeah. And if we're not working with our youth, we're, we're, we're not, we don't have a future. And if we're not working with our elders because they've been through it and lived through it, they can tell us great wisdom on how to carry out certain things. Yeah. I'm getting older. Then I see that the movement coming now with the Black Lives Matter, these other organizations, the 3P New Gun Club. Like, I've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. It's y'all time now. Mm-hmm. I can guide you and counsel you mm-hmm. and tell you about the mistakes you're going to run. If I can tell you about the intelligence Program. I can tell you that the whole thing in Dallas the other night was a setup. It was staged. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can go deep into that. You know what I'm saying? But I can't continue to do the work. No, and we I'm have saying. gatekeepers that are is set up in these organizations, hold on to these positions, and do not allow the youth to come up and learn and take the mantle. Yeah. I can tell you, we, we, we've got to come up with solutions. Yeah. And that starts with this show. You know, the platform and the brothers and sisters that's on this podcast right now, it starts here because you have a voice. And we're, we're giving our, our our opinions, and think tanks got to be set up. Yeah. Uh, town hall meetings we go into communities and say, man, what's going on over here? Is it a gang issue? Is it economics that we need to be attacking? Is it HIV and AIDS education? But we've got to go to work. We have to put boots on the ground, stop armchair, you know what I'm saying? Quarterback in this thing. And we've got to go out here and teach the next generation of leaders what to do. But again, we have to go back to our original selves yeah. look at our African principles of balance, peace at one with nature. Yeah. You know, this, and this man so doesn't to understand do. the patriarch of the black woman, of the woman, period. This is the mother of all civilization and the goddess of the universe. So if she ain't right, man, we ain't right. how the hell you think as a people we're gonna be right. The first thing we gotta do is go save black women. Because yeah. I'm gonna say this man, I'm gonna wrap it up. When the sisters get it together, shit, it's own <laughs> yeah. it's own. The order will be, balance will be reestablished to the universe. we got to bring, we've got to elevate our women, man. We are the only society around the world that we disrespect our women and do not put our women where they need to be. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, that's uh, not us, that's not African. Yeah. You know, the first woman ate a, then, uh, ate an apple and all of this because nah, they not. deal with pedophilia and, and homosexuality. Yeah. So the woman has to be castrate. She has yeah. to be the witch, the witch, the bitch, the, the uh, got the dog star, the yeah. uh, goddess of the dog star. Man, this is science, this yeah. is alchemy. You dig what I'm saying? And we're dealing with high wickedness in high places and principalities. Yeah. If you're gonna fight this beast, get into your own spirituality. And I'm not talking about what they gave us.
0: No, you know, know
1: liberate right. yourself. Right. Follow what they did in Haiti. Right. And you will get him up off you. Yeah. It's so like, funny
0: cause I, I, it's so funny that you say that like follow what they gave in Haiti and going back to our old and to our ancestry. It's so funny cuz you'll have people and I saw somebody post this where they were like you get killed by a white man and you go pray to a white god. <laughs> a god that they gave us.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: A god that they said when they were bringing us on the ships over here you either accept this or die. type of Catholicism or you die we people are still praising that
2: they don't know the history they don't and I think and that's one of the main things that I try to do when I go into these schools and what's in my book is when we go back to like what the brother said our kids don't even know about Tail pro I didn't learn None. about that until I got to my master's class I didn't know and I was until like I, got I felt to, to college bad. yeah I felt bad and then I didn't know about uh the Tuskegee um, experiment. Yeah I, didn't, yeah, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, my God. Then when I found out, oh, they killed Martin Luther King and they admitted to it in court. Yeah. And I'm telling these kids this and their faces are like, are you serious? Because everything
0: we get is whitewashed.
2: Yeah. So
0: And
3: they don't. And it was crazy because I seen that same thing about Martin Luther King. Said in 1999, they found, like, the government guilty of killing him, mm-hmm. Martin Luther they, King. They
2: gave Coretta Scott King $100. Cause she sued for hundred dollars. It was just the principal. She donated it to charity. But at the same time, then you get into this. What the brother said. This propaganda. This stage thing. Now you got OJ out there to where it's masking what this this mm-hmm. this um, judgment is about to bring out. Yeah. And everybody worried about OJ, yeah. and he ain't worried about y'all. Not at all. I got
0: one question. Cause do you have to uh, go right now, Brother Osiris? No, I'm I'm rocking with y'all. Okay, go ahead. I got a question for you. So, like the like the guy who was just on on the. Uh, On the screen, he was. What do you say to people if you've ever been addressed with this issue or question when talking about you know blacks and rebuilding the black community? What do you say to people who are like, oh, well, you know, you had black Africans setting up their own people to help bring, you know, to help the slave masters bring them over here? Like, what would be your
1: response to that? My thing would be this. So. (laughs) <laughs> See, the thing about it is I, I love history and yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And it, history is the only best rewarded when we learn from it. Yeah. So again, I I talk about Sonetta and Polite and you know, you know, great, brilliant brothers, but you're talking about something that happened, you know, two thousand years ago. What what the hell are we gonna do right now? Nothing.
0: Yeah. Exactly,
1: And that's why we say we are new African people. Yeah. We are African, yes, but we're new African because we, 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 we live here. Yeah. And then if you want to talk about the Moors, the Moors say, no, we didn't come here. We've been here. Yeah. Man, this is history. But my whole thing is this is like we're so focused on what happened in the past that we can't see as a people. Yeah. If we do not organize ourselves, you know what I'm saying? If we don't think about our future, we're going to be, we're going to walk off this planet. Yeah. It, it's that serious right now. You didn't, you can't tell me where we're going to be 20 years from now.
0: So what do you say you about know, the people, and not to cut you off, but now with you saying, like, as the people are facing extinction, what do you say to white and black people who feel like, you know, they want to date outside their race?
1: Well, my whole thing is this. If you understand genetics, and which they do, because we're dealing with scientists, yeah. They understand that uh, uh, two black people can create a white baby. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we call an albino. And if another albino made it with another albino, the pigmentation will begin to leave. Yeah. Now, we're not even talking about the people that were cast into the Caucasus Mountains. We're not even talking about that. You did, these people come from us. And Sinead O'Connor was very, very, very brilliant and wise when she said about two years ago that the black woman is her mother. See, mm-hmm. they know this. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. They know this. They know that they that the DNA. Says the the, the oldest remains they found in Africa was some bones they called Lucy in Ethiopia. Yeah. Where is Ethiopia? Where is Nubia at? You Damn. did. They understand that 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 is the, yeah. the birthplace of civilization. Yeah. These are your children, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and black people got to understand that you do not have to fear them. Yeah. You do not have to look down and look at your shoes. You are their parents. Yeah. That's and they, they and the wise of them and know yeah, this.
3: If that, you know yourself, you're not gonna look you down. Don't look, yeah, and you don't I look walk head up, chest out. Yeah, Right. Like and, they ain't and, got no reason to has, look at the ground. That
1: has to be. That has to be taught, to be taught. Yeah. And, that, and we teach that to our babies. We have independent African schools yeah. where these children are learn algebra in the third grade. We bless our children with that knowledge itself. Yeah. Knowledge, is, knowledge, knowledge is nothing but a bunch of information. It only becomes power when you apply it yeah. and you get a desired right. result. My knowledge is power. Yeah. Until that is just a bunch of information. Sir, but as African me. people, we, we practice this. This we do not just talking about it. We practice kougu, 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 uh, uh, Yeah, You know what I'm saying? We practice emoji. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We practice these principles. Hey, let me you get, know, we always practice
0: these principles. Hey, excellent. You know? Oh, Portia got something to say real quick. Hold on.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm the author of hashtag YBA, Young, Black, and American. And like I was telling uh, them before, I've been in, you know, the high school classrooms talking to kids and stuff and teaching them our history that's not whitewashed yeah. But, you know, you have kids that are, you know 17, 18 years old And I show them a picture of, you know Queen T or Queen Ty, however you want to pronounce it um, You know King Tut's grandmother And it's a black woman, they don't know who it is And then I show them a picture of um, Adam and Eve, as we know it in our society And they're like, oh, that's Adam and Eve And I'm like, let me break this down to you Do you not know how genetics work? Like, their, their genetics are We're dominant so if they mix with us, they're gonna be, they're gonna have that pigmentation. Yeah. So for them to say that they're first, they can't make anything but a white baby. And I mean this like blew their minds. Yeah. And we're talking about high school students. So I appreciate the fact that you have third graders, you know, practicing algebra and understanding their true history. And 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 we were just talking about how far behind the curb our kids are, not only because they have nowhere to get it from, you know. At the tip of their fingers but their parents yeah, don't,
3: they know. don't know it, and they don't right. know what to teach and so the school
1: teaches it right it. It, it, and that's why it has to be a mass educational program why why do you think it's not up to your oppressor to teach you right because once you, you're being taught then you're on the road to liberation and freedom it's not their responsibility to teach us our history that predates the, the beginning of time, you right. it It's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to police our own communities. It's our responsibility to go into our communities and start to build infrastructure, yeah. community gardens, and start to get in, get stores up and established so we can spread our own economics. They're not supposed to do it. Yeah. And I think that's what's wrong, we're waiting on a handout. We're waiting on a Messiah, you know what I'm saying, a spook daddy, a sky a sky daddy to come yeah. back and save <laughs> us and we are God. Is, you dig know what I'm saying? No, we are true. God. Yeah. You know and when you better start understanding that Kum fire kum. Yeah. I speak what I want into existence right so it's going back to our spirituality as well because that's the problem with the movement either it's too militant and in the spiritual people ain't. no man if you want liberation it will take all of that it will take our culture yeah. it will take people getting back into the dashikis which I love to see the youth doing now they don't understand they think that's bad we've yeah, been wearing exactly. that
0: that's what I was about but say. it's A lot starting to happen
1: this is going mm-hmm. natural it's starting to happen history is repeating itself. Yeah. Uh, black Lives Matter is a civil rights movement. Yeah. And the H- P. Newton Gun Club is, is the new Black Panther Party. It's so funny that he because- said
0: that, man, about like, people coming back. Because I was thinking the other day, I was like, I don't think, I know black people who are quote-unquote awoke or awake can see that is coming back. You know, the dreadlocks, the natural hair by women, all the natural and ethnic hairstyles, like you said, the way they're dressing. You got Afro-punk in New York. Mm -hmm. You got all these different types of venues. But I think we need to try to slow it down and tap into what it really is. Mm -hmm. Because like you say, a lot of of people are monetizing it to where it's like, if we don't really pay attention, a great movement is passing us by if we don't grab onto it and take advantage of it and put it on front street as opposed to looking at it as you say brother Osiris and, and Miss Kelly it's not about monetization all the time and it's not about just a fad like this it's not a movement it's here it can be consistent if we make need it need to be our culture yeah, if yeah. we educate people and have that culture and not to be funny and this goes out to hip-hop artists you know, quit being stripped of what you have. Really? You know like the, the rap game like he said about KRS-One and them, it would still be the same
2: if it was underground.
0: If it was underground, not even just underground, but if we take over it ourselves. If you become the businessman and own it as opposed to saying, "Oh, cuz think about it. If you can if they'll pay you $50 million for a contract to do this. They know your voice is worth something. But mm-hmm. do you know how powerful your voice is and what your voice is worth? Like he, when it first started with, you know, KRS-One and all them, people, like, people, they they bought into that. They lived it. They breathed that. And then it started to shift and change. And then white people was like, oh, this is profitable. And, and it yeah. just keeps going that way.
1: Uh, right? And I was walking straight out of Compton last night for the first time. I like, had yeah. never seen it. But I knew how powerful NWA was when they said fuck the police. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though you're from the streets, they had a political commentary. Yeah. Now, the whole thing about playing music, just conscious and social commentary, is like, I don't mind hearing Young Thug, yeah. you know what I'm saying, not. But if you're going to play him, you need to play, you know what I'm saying, like K.R.S., you need to play him, too. You know what I'm saying? Balance, yeah. You need to feed us that. But, again, their job is to keep the masses of the people in so it. Right. But if you playing crack baby music, you know what I'm saying, yeah. 24, you know, I I hear the same song being played 15 times Mm -hmm. in an hour, great, or whatever, then it's programming you. Because what it is, it's radio programming. It's TV programming. The word programming is key when you're saying that.
3: And it's funny you say that, uh, because I can remember, as you say, you could go on one radio station, they playing the same song on the other radio station. And after just driving in the car, listening to those two radio stations, You learn the song. You don't even you don't even try to learn it. Say it when it's on, but you catch yourself singing like parts of the hook, or part of the song. Yeah, they start singing.
0: Yeah, it's programming. Yeah, they already programmed. They've been programmed.
2: But the lyrics are also written on like a sixth grade or eighth grade. I think it's sixth grade uh, uh, level. Yeah, Yeah. level.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's it's keeping you there. We're gonna take a quick break, man. Again, you're listening to the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. I don't know what else I was about to say. that F was coming up, but. uh, uh brother Osiris X man, we appreciate you for calling in. We definitely gotta get you in the studio, man. We gotta uh offline, we gotta talk so we can set it up to where we can get you in the
1: studio, all right? Most definitely, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all are doing, man. I believe that I believe in us. I believe in them. I believe that the future is what we made. So thanks. Thank y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all are doing.
3: You're not gonna feel the same way I felt about that. Your people weren't were not used as alligator bait or kick hit big body down with you, just your head above surface and trying to kick your head off. Like you you didn't have to experience that or none of your your people, so you wouldn't feel how we feel just about certain situations.
2: I seen one where they said when they would uh um, punish the uh, pregnant slaves. They would dig a hole so they could lay the stomach in the hole, so that way you just have the body of the woman exposed, and then they would just Weird. beat the woman, that's so that crazy. way you're not beating, the, beating like, your property, property to be yeah.
0: born. You know, like that's, that's shit crazy. crazy man. I just think a lot of I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I,
3: Django shined a lot of light on just yeah. the torment if people you, went that through. Hot box stuff? Yes.
2: yes, man. If you just I watch it, like, period.
0: Think, think about. Uh, I've said it on here before. The show with Cullen Bohannon. What's that show? Hell on, Hell on Wheels. It basically gives you the layout of cowboys and Indians, pretty much. You know, we were taught the cowboys are good. Mm-hmm. The Indians were bad. But the real story is the cowboys were trying to take something from the Indians. Yeah, so they and the Indians were defending themselves. and protecting themselves. But because we get whitewashed messages... About what's what. We grew up loving the person that's doing something wrong. Right,
2: right. There's a a commercial for the Texas Rangers, right? Because they talk about all the other mascots and how they have bad names. You know, all all this kind of stuff. And then this little boy says, well, the Texas Rangers are the only good guys. And what pisses me off is this little boy is black. Well... In grad school, I learned that the Texas Rangers were slave catchers. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the police. irony of it yeah. all.
0: The police were.
3: Slave patrol.
0: P- slave patrol. Yeah. yeah. That's why the whole setup it is now when you look at it like when, when police are in a black community. And it's ten of us on the corner, whether it's drugs being sold or not. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? Y'all need to break it up, or if it's out in front of a convenience store, hey, y'all need to break. Oh, yeah, but
3: it up. even it at
2: work, even at work, yeah. y'all notice that at work, yeah. like if three if black people get together, it's like they want to come and jump yeah. right in Into the middle. The middle of it. You're not in this conversation. Yeah, you're not in it, and it's no. So rule
3: what's going rule. on over here, guys? <laughs> yeah. None Walk. of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> a little
2: water <laughs> cooler talk, right? Uh, but then they can go and talk Sit about your they guard Jimmy. They yeah. go and talk about their garden to somebody else's yeah. uh, uh, desk for like an hour yeah, and nobody man. says nobody anything say and the sad part about it is i've been a victim of that where i'm talking to my hunger, i'm like oh i gotta keep it moving yeah, i've man. been over here five minutes yes, yeah
0: you can't stay long <laughs> but i mean we always got our, our head on the swivel and it's i mean it's unfortunate that's why for me that's why i said i could never do corporate i've only worked one corporate job where i'm like man. oh this is dope I, i'm cool with this that was fidelity mm-hmm. still got friends from there today the but I can't be in corporate because there's no way you're going to allow, you're going to say some shit around me. And if it ain't right, I'm going to sit back and be like, oh, okay. Bite my tongue. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when Obama first got elected, I think I was working at Nissan, and uh, my manager, white guy, was talking to my team lead, which is a white woman, and they were like, oh, Obama wants to raise taxes, and he wants to do this and this and that. And I said, And they were like, oh, he's just a horrible president. I'm thinking, <laughs> okay. I said, damn, he do want to raise taxes. But unless you make $500,000 a year. He ain't taxing yeah, in your in that money. Category. And I'm pretty sure with me sitting here making 37, you ain't making 500,000. So he ain't even bothered. Probably ain't making 100,000. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of them things where it's like you got it's it's so much ignorance. But being white said. people
2: want to stay in this 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 category of supremacy because at TCU I was in the business school and that was probably like the worst place to be at the time that yeah. Obama was getting uh, yeah, um, yeah, and so you have kids talking about oh well my my parents say I'm not going to get my trust fund if he um, if he's elected president this this and that then you got another white chick that's working just as hard as I am to be there because you can't afford TCU yeah. uh, tuition but mm-hmm. you want to be on the same playing field as the other people talking the trust fund babies talking behind you but you ain't yeah. but it's easier for you to go against Obama when you're working for your own personal health care and you could Get on your parents once he got in, yeah, and then and
0: up that age, did. you yeah. know. Yeah, people don't understand the benefit. And then, like I try to tell people, even black people, Obama's job was not to protect and take care of black people. Only. It, it was to protect and take care of everybody. So, even the black people who talked down on Obama, it was one of the things where I'm like, he's not, like, like Brother Osiris said, we got to help ourselves. It ain't for him to help. And then when we vote, we're voting on a federal level, not understanding that your state and local government is right. really what's going to change. Right. If you want immediate yes. change and right. direct change, it's the local and state government, not the federal government.
2: That's just like when Craig Rockins got kicked out and pushed out uh, with that white lady. I don't know yeah. her name. But it don't matter because she wasn't in office long <laughs> enough anyway. She didn't show up to work. She didn't show up to work. The one that was – Don't the, had,
3: Yeah, they said don't boy, drugs. It was crazy because I was listening to K104 and they was talking – talking about it a lot says she come in there high as a kite <laughs> and just leave work yeah like didn't tell nobody missing
2: for a long period of
0: time for she didn't like,
3: check herself in the rehab oh yeah, i know you're talking yeah. About you yeah yeah, yeah. crazy yeah, things
0: just don't happen i i got my only time i every time i have these kind of conversations all i think about is is there going to be change we can, I mean, because it's not going to be funny. We could talk all day. Like you said, march right. you don't do nothing. March, but, don't do and nothing. And we can sit up and still have this conversation in front of a room of people hoping that their mindset change. But it has to be consistent teaching and consistent education in order to even break some ground here.
2: And you asked me, why did I start writing this book, hashtag YPA Anyway, um, <laughs> you asked me, and the thing is, it's easier to turn our children's head than it is to turn their parents' yes. head. And once you turn the children's head and they start doing better, then the parents, and I even talk about this, yeah. there's going to be some backlash. I'm talking to the kids. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some backlash when you start doing better. I experienced this firsthand. mom used to call me... Hostility She used to call me uh, Stuck up And this this and that But at the same time You were the one pushing me to go to college and be the first one to go to college. But then you're calling me these names and I don't think she realized what it was doing to me. And at the same time, it's a cycle that we have to break. So with this book, I'm trying to arm the kids with, number one, with the knowledge to do better. Not only the knowledge, but how to literally step by step, I go through how you need to get through high school in order to prepare yourself for college. I also go through how they need to go through high school if you don't want to go to college. Because that's a real thing too. I talk about building your own Business going to trade school, being yeah. able to build your own business straight out of trade school, or or you know working on somebody else's dime and learning things, mm-hmm. then building your own business, then becoming a minority business owner slash contractor, because that's where the money is.
3: Real talk, because and
2: it's step by step how to do this. So it's yeah. not like I'm preaching something and not giving people the. Because t- this is what this is what pissing me off about. We're going back to religion now. You no, know, you get like a, a TDJ's book or something, or you get a spiritual guidance book, and it's like be a better person. You know, da 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 da. da. But it's not telling you, how, you, know to get, you it's, it's how to get. How to be a better you, person. It's not telling you. Okay, go open a five dollar credit union account. Yeah. That way, by the time you graduate high school, if you want a brand new car, you can go get it for one point two interest because you've already built that up with the yes. yeah. it's it's they're not telling us that, and yeah. so that's what we need to um get to the lower level of our kids yeah
0: now i think i I agree with you and and speaking about kids, I was supposed to do this announcement like at the beginning of the show. But uh, the reality is presents our second annual Backpacks and Haircuts. It's a community service initiative to provide minority boys ages 5 through 13 with backpacks, school supplies, and free haircuts. It'll be on Sunday, August 14th from 12, uh, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Unisex Salon at 200, well 208 Northampton Road in DeSoto, Texas, 75115. Sponsoring Barbara is George Gibson. Ger- George Gibson And you can pre-register your child by visiting www.therealityis.com. And it's powered by The Reality Is and Dallas Men. Shout out to the homie Chris Lewis and Joshua Parker. So, what else we got going on man? We got about 15 more minutes. My brother was like, you got your uh, kill the police outfit on today. Who, me? No, my brother. No, he's talking about me Uh, with all black on. Yeah, man. I told
3: you you came in here looking like the Carter too, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell people, man, like, I... I just hope it's some change, you know. I, it's always going to be negative people, and I, I think what you said, uh, Portia, is is real. Like when, even when you're doing something positive, you're gonna hear negative shit, and you just got to be able to be like, you know what? I know what my focus is. I was calling Uncle Ruckus this week. Somebody called me a house nigga, <laughs> my ex girlfriend. Yeah, she was like, yeah. I, I was like, huh? And then I said, you know what? I'd have I, laugh. I, I did, and then I didn't explain myself because you I didn't probably like said
3: a line at yeah. Uncle Ruckus today.
0: Yeah. I probably... <laughs> But I was thinking in my
3: mind, <laughs> don't trust them <laughs> new <laughs> niggas. Niggas over there. <laughs> Leaving nigga essence that is, and the, You know I know them yeah. songs. But I was just like, you know what? God, I ain't even
0: it. tripping, bro. Because it's like people are always trying to say something about you. Sometimes it's your own people, you know, in reference to things. But I was thinking in my mind, I was like, I know I give back. I know I mentor. I help people. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, when you have to explain yourself, then maybe you doubt your own self. So, it was just one of them things where it's like, you ain't even got to But it also anymore. be
3: them people you do a hundred things for. Four. And that oh one time God. you say no, you just. <laughs> the worst person the, in the world. Man. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, I can't get you to do this one little thing, but. <laughs> but, God I, I took move you to, the Right.
0: You want me to move the molehill, too? You want me to move the
3: mountain back over here? <laughs> there
0: was something else I was going to say. Shit, I forgot. Look at her trying to get some good pictures. We got uh, R.T.s in the house. Trying to take a couple pictures as I
3: Oh she got my good side. Yeah,
0: she got you. <laughs> yeah, some good pictures in here. I'm sure mama probably listening like damn, they actually did a decent podcast where it ain't. Oh yeah, but I, I, I did have
3: something I wanted to say about the Dallas shooting thing. And my thing is the first picture you pick of the Micah dude is the picture of him in the dashiki yeah. with his fist in the air. Oh,
0: for real? I haven't seen a picture of him.
3: And my thing in the beginning, the first black dude that you said was the shooter that wasn't. How the hell you figure out or get a picture of
2: him? Yeah. I think they took it off. They had to take it off of somebody's social media. Yeah, had to. The thing too it was. The thing that got him off was. People taking pictures and videos with him in the crowd. Like, how is he shooting and doing this? He thing? over He's here in the crowd. shaking
3: police hand, talking to the police.
2: Then on a Dallas Morning News story, it said literally his um, uh, lawyer showed up to the precinct and said, "Look, we need to talk to our client." about blah. Of course, his lawyers are black. He said that the officer pulled the uh, unholstered his um, unbuttoned his holster when he said that. To him That's and crazy. then they, they paused, like they waited several hours. They kept trying to get him out of there before they even let them talk to their own, you know, client. And then they said when they was in there, they questioned him like they was they, a yeah, shooter. Yeah,
3: it's people said the officer said, We have people saying you're the shooter, we have video of you.
0: I'm look like a thug every day, don't mean I'm a thug. Yeah, it's being, crazy, man. Being black is uh, but it's m- tough, man. what
3: really killed me about that is and them naming the suspect, it took them too long if this person yeah, killed themselves. was,
2: real, was yeah. a real person in the first place. I'm like...
3: And you so-called blew this person up. How the hell you know it's him, Micah? How you know that was I mean, Micah yeah. you blew up?
0: And then I think about it, too. I'd be like, a lot of this shit that we'd be seen on TV, it ain't just television. Mm-hmm. It ain't just entertainment. A lot of this shit is telling you, truly, how they do things, how they set up things, how they... You know, program us or reprogram us or teach us these certain things. Should just you got to be careful with what you watch. You I know? question every everything. damn thing, if everything. You know, it's a problem, but it's not to be questioned when it's black. If it's black, it was wrong off top. <laughs> we ain't gonna question oh, yeah. it. We saw him. We know we saw him. We know this and that. But like we like we've been saying the whole show. If you know about the fifties, the sixties, and the seventies, uh, you know that gov- the government infiltrated the Black Panther Party. Right. To right. learn about them right. and to break them down from I'm the inside I'm going to tell out.
3: you a crazy story about uh, Fred Hampton. Okay. They had, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was basically a dude that was working with the FBI in Chicago. Yeah. They had him infiltrate the Black Panthers in Chicago, their branch. He basically got in good with Fred Hampton and a few others. And um, one night, he he used to cook food for like the Black Panthers and he stayed, I want to say, I guess everyone met up at Fred Hampton House or yeah. whatever. But he cooked dinner for Fred Hampton and his girlfriend. Not knowing it, he slipped sleeping pills into their drinks or food. Yeah. So the night Fred Hampton was killed, he was actually drugged. So when the police came in, they knew he, was, he wasn't going to wake asleep. up. Yeah.
2: And this is and the they, one they killed with the baby in the bedroom with the girlfriend, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah, okay, I know,
3: yeah. Shot him in the head yeah. multiple times, you know, shot his girl. But the whole thing was they had this black man infiltrate and he the was, party.
2: He was uh, doing interviews. He would gladly say that he was a uh, covert yeah. agent of the FBI or the CIA or whoever. And,
3: it's cra- and it took, of course, it took months and months and months. To of, to it yeah. Out. But this is the dude that basically came in, sold his own people out, had this dude murdered for no reason because they power empowering their community yeah. and people.
0: I mean, that's always how it is. Before we go, I wanted you, Portia, to tell them where they could buy your book at.
2: Uh, you can get hashtag YBA um, online, Amazon. It's on Kindle and it's um, in print. I would prefer you get the print version because there's actually spaces where um, you can take notes. I I like to, you know, be hands-on, and I like to take notes. So, again, you can get that at Amazon, or you can get it at my local store, if you're local in Dallas-Fort Worth, um, at squareup.com forward slash black media dash, no, black eve dash media.
0: Now, can they buy that book at, uh, what is it, Pan-African?
2: Pan-African Connection. There are a couple copies there, and I'm working on getting it in Sankofa. And
0: she got backpacks and stuff that she going, she working on. Yeah, the, I the want the one backpack. The
3: backpacks.
2: We're
0: gonna uh, we'll you we'll post the book later on the website this week and we'll also get a picture of the backpack before she leaves and post it, man. If you can, if you will, giving all your damn money to the church anyway, to serving a white goddamn man. Jesus might as well go that they ain't putting the, back yeah, in, the in the community might as well go to amazon yeah. and
3: buy this book or tell pastor buy you that book book. he got I'ma that navigator no, i'm gonna
2: t- tell you why he ain't gonna buy the book because i got a chapter called um <laughs> <laughs> fix it white jesus a fast food god yep. and then i have one called christian jigaboo <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't know if the church <laughs> no nah, <in> pastor <laughs> ain't
3: gonna buy that <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I buy your Bible though.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we gonna skip the hashtag YBA. Yeah, yeah, be <laughs> you go home read this Bible, all right? Had them tires ready no, for tomorrow. Get no answers.
2: Get no answers. <laughs> get no no,
3: answers. You no. just had them tires ready for tomorrow though. Boy. Amen.
2: They always gotta end it man. with that. Amen.
3: Hey. That you believe them.
2: No, y'all don't want to read the Christian Jigaboo uh, chapter because literally I talk about the black experience. We all have that same experience, right? That's all you get at church. And you be like, well, what about my answers? They don't never get answered. They
0: won't make you feel good. That's it. (laughs) That's why the music be as loud and they pick the best choir. Mm -hmm. You know, we got a few minutes. I want to tell them where they can find you on social media. But you know that it's all about the music. When they start making selections in church choirs, whether you can or can't be in there. When they start making (laughs) that, saying you can and you can't because you ain't good enough, and they bump, yeah. They used to bump people down from the grown choir to the U choir at my old church. If you wasn't caring, so you had a
3: 30 year old in the U choir. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no.
0: Franklin. I don't remember his last name, but Franklin. I don't mind calling names. I believe Franklin the Turtle. Yeah. So, where can they find you at on social media? Uh,
2: Twitter at Black Eve Media. Instagram Black Eve Media. Got it all the way across the board. Where can they find you at on social
0: media, Rock?
3: Uh, Twitter, Mr. Flintstone5Q, Instagram, Rockhead. Uh, that's R Q U E H E A D. Snapchat Rockhead5 R Q U H E A D Five.
0: You can find me at Sir Robert Paul on Instagram, Anthony Roberts on Facebook. You can also follow us at TheRealityIs.com. That's www.therealityis.com. That's T H A TheRealityIs. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Anchor, Snapchat, and everywhere else. And always remember, man, Courage to Excel Success. And we'll chop up with y'all next week. I'm just trying to be who I am. It's
2: just something they will never understand. They will never understand.
3: They will never understand. They will never
1: understand. They will never understand.
3: This message is sponsored by Amazon.